0: Go to God's prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we just thank you for your spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being the comforter. Thank you for being present this morning. Lord, I ask you to move me behind the cross. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be like a sweet spirit. To the hearts of your people this day I Ushers, thank you for your service this morning we appreciate it all for the angel choir miss Miss Brenda miss Vanessa for your gift of music for your care of the angel choir and, and their desire will be on the increase to come to rehearsal thank you for the third Sunday third Saturday feeding team and uh, Ren Lloyd and the clothing team and all who served this week mr. Cheatham thank you for keeping us in due stance this week making sure everything is in order and in shape we appreciate your care of the sanctuary and all the areas of the building and I say thank you to all who have come this day because we could have been somewhere else, but the Lord said, This is my house, and this is where I need you to be. So I thank you for coming. I thank you to these our visitors, the Golden Eagle, Old Golden Eagle Club, Van, like V A N. All right, so y'all must have been. Hey, I'm getting smart. (laughs) Make that connection. God is good, though. God is truly good. Well, today I want to ask you a question that maybe you haven't been asked in a long time. But what about abundant life do we miss? What is it about the words in John that simply say abundant life that we seem to miss? If someone walked up to you, Ms. Dixon, and said, I've got abundant life for you, would you turn them down? You'd say, how, where, and what do I need to do today? John L. King, if somebody said, today is your day to get abundant life, would you turn them down? Or would you sit and kind of say, let me get some info? Would you get some info? I think I would. So I'm just going to say to you, it's very few times that um, I will look at all four passages in the lectionary and struggle with which one has the best to preach from. If you have a piece of paper, we've read, and I appreciate David Malvo, our lay leader, youth lay leader. He's a local. We appreciate his leadership this morning, but he read the Acts passage and he read the Gospel passage. I'd like you to write these other two down that you can go back in your own time and check them out, but it's Psalm 23, one that you're very familiar with. And then 1 Peter two, nineteen through 25. And I want to say to you, the question is about abundant life, but the answer is about the sheep and the shepherd. Say, so the answer is about the sheep and the shepherd. Recognize that many of us struggle sometimes because we Get a little confused about who the sheep and the shepherds are. So I want to say that the sermon title this morning is simply, We're All One of the Sheep. We are all one of the sheep. If you are part and counted in God's kingdom, we are all one of the sheep. Can you say, I'm a sheep, you are sheep, we are sheep. I know that was kind of an Ebonic moment, but you know, just go with me. I'm a sheep. You're a sheep. We all sheep. You'll get that by the time we get through this message. Amen. John 10 starts out with Very truly I tell you, who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way? is a thief and a bandit. That's a tough way to start a pastor. Because the first thing we'll say, what? That ain't me. Because she just told me I'm a sheep. We're a sheep. All together we sheep. She doesn't say anything about being a thief or a robber. So in your Bible, I hope that you have one of those Bibles you can underline and write it. Underline in there those two words thief and abandoned. And then it goes on and says, the one who enters the gate, say the gate, is the shepherd of the sheep. So the other two things we want to look at is the gate and the shepherd, their connection. Okay? And then it goes on to say, he calls his own sheep by name. And the sheep is his voice. So if you are a thief and abandoned, then you must be in the process of becoming a sheep. you soon to be a sheep. you waiting to be touched to be a sheep. There's still hope for you. So if you say, oh my goodness, I've been found out I'm a thief and a bandit because I've been trying to go in the other window and God's been telling me to come through the gate. And I just realized right now I'm a thief. Don't lose hope. Because guess what? You've already told me that you a sheep, I'm a sheep, we all in here sheep. I didn't say anybody was a thief. I didn't say anybody was a bandit. I'm just reading what John said. So if you want to get mad with me, go into your prayer closet later on today, confess unto God, and figure out when you were having your thief moments, and we don't have to talk out loud. Because we've all been a thief in the night. We've all stepped away from what God has given us as the preferred way to live our lives out. We've all said, Oh, look, Jesus. You go ahead and with that i I'm gonna give you these three things. I got these other two, and see, we're not a full time see we just a sometimes see because see, we realize that we've given God three things, and we've held on to two things, and the scripture says, "Give everything unto the Lord, so we say now look, we're not real, real things, I mean, we ain't being caught. So I, while we're up here in church, I, I, I'm just going to go with the pastor and tell him I, I'm a good sheep. But you don't have to confess on me because it says confess unto to the Lord. But we've all been a thief at some point in our life. You may not be stealing now, but you done know, stole a little something, something along the way. Maybe it was in the office and you took a box of paper clips because, you needed them for the kids report at the house. Or maybe you just picked up a few boxes of old tile they was going to throw out at the plant in the maintenance department and they don't use that stuff no more. No, how? Huh? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. We serve a forgiving Savior. Confess and just go on. Go on. Or maybe you work at the grocery distribution and they had put some stuff to return to the sales because the bag was gross, and you said, hmm, I ain't going to do nothing to throw that out no one. I'm going to dump it in my own little plastic bag and lead the wrappers for the Keebler cookie man, okay? See, I can speak from experience because I used to sell Keebler Cookie in one of my previous lifetime jobs See, see, some people come into this as a second career, but I think I've had two or three. And you know, we'll talk about it later. On But young in my life, I sold Keebler cookies, and I would get to the store, and I would, i, I I'd say some of the people was tearing up my cookie bags because they knew I had to give them credit. And I see all these other plastic bags in the back, and I say, why are these back here? Uh, 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 what you do with those cookies? When you give credit, I said, I have to put them in a plastic container and destroy them. Don't destroy them because they ain't that bad. Only a few got cracked up. And I just knew folk was tearing up my cookies in the back. I'm building displays, and they're stomping on the boxes so they could get credit for those cookies. And somebody was stealing them. And it may not have been you, but you may have been the benefactor. Of the stolen cookies so you was not a direct thief you was a sub thief (laughs) what a mighty God we serve because we said we are sheep you sheep we sheep us all okay so God is moving us from the mindset of what it means because he's blessing his sheep so today's message simply is about what's the connection between the sheep, the shepherd, and the gate. I said the sheep, the shepherd, and the gate. The gate is where we enter into God's house. God's preferred place for our life so the abundance can begin moving forward because we have to be in the place and the places being who God is calling us to be. But if he says, come through the gate, and we sneak through the back, or we come in a side window, or we come in a way he hasn't called us to come in, we're out of order. So one thing about this passage is it makes it really, really clear. Jesus is both the gate and the shepherd. Read the passage closely. Look at the connotation of what it means to be a shepherd and the gate, because the gate is Doorway is the entry. And Jesus says, What? In order to get eternal life, in order for you to have salvation, you've got to come through me. The gate must be open, and the shepherd is waiting for you to come. What's the benefit of coming? 23rd Psalm. It says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not win. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters, and he restores my soul. That ought to make you shout because the reason. coming through the side door. We've even made a commitment to side door living. I'm going to give God these three things and God needs to be happy with these three unengaging. Because see, I've got this Jesus. Everybody ain't going to be willing to say those other two things is we strangling you to death. But I can admit the things that I did not give to God and leave with God has strangled me over and over until I had to get down on my knees and say, Lord, I confess. I'm sorry that I held those last two things out. I'm sorry that I kept them in my pocket, thinking I could handle it all by myself. I'm sorry that I didn't commit fully and completely to coming through the gate. The Psalm 23 says, He restores me. But then if you go up to the Acts passage and you look at what it says, and the last verse of what we read says, praising God and having the goodwill of all people, and day by day the Lord added to the numbers of those who were being saved because they came through the gate and they met. But I like this 25th verse in, in 1 Peter 2. So write it down. Just write the passages down. 1 Peter 2, 19 through 25. These are all part of lectionary. Just kind of a commercial here. What is lectionary? Lectionary gives four passages every week. And the common lectionary is set up so all Christian churches have an opportunity to preach from it. Baptists, Methodist. Catholics, anybody who loves Jesus Christ. The common lectionary is set up by a common group of leadership, and there's three common years. But every Sunday there's an Old Testament, there's a psalm, there's an epistle, and there's a-, a gospel. And they have a connecting link between each other. Some churches read all four, and our worship team, we choose to read a scripture and a, and- and a gospel. But the important part is there's a thread between all four of these passages and the thread this week is the shepherd. But 1 Peter 2, uh, verse 25 says, For you were going astray like sheep, but now you have returned to the shepherd and the guardian of your soul. That's good news. Because each of us have gone astray on some day, at some point in our lives, and we needed the guidance of a shepherd. I'm not a country girl, so I don't pretend to know what it's like to have sheep on a hill and have a shepherd tap them with a the cane. I don't even know what the cane is called. Hey, okay, I knew you knew. I knew there was somebody to help bring it back to my remembrance. But can you imagine the shepherd just tapping with the staff saying, come on back, you've gone too far. You're almost on the edge of the land, and I don't want you lost to the wolves. Can somebody say, I don't want you lost to the wolves. He has a contained area. But even with all the things that he has boxed off on the hill, there's no necessarily gate up there that you can see. But there's a way that the shepherd brings you through the gate and taps you on the shoulder with the staff, so you don't go too far. Amnesty, real truth, real truth. He taps all of us to be honest. He taps kids that are nine years old playing with pencils. He taps old people who go to sleep on the back room. He taps children up in the choir stand. He taps ushers on the corner who want to talk. He taps us all. I mean, just taps He is a respecter of no person. He is a full unashamed tapper. He say, I see you, and you mind you hear my voice. I know you do. I'm tapping you. Come on back right I mean, he's good. Once he got you, he got you. And you can't deny that he got you. You can just hear it going on. Nobody else can hear the beat. And he be just talking. Hey, I see you. I see you. I'm talking to you. You do Somebody anybody else here? What is going on? Nobody else here to be but me? You be like, oh, man, that was my song. You know? And he gets us that way because he is the shepherd. And he has the staff. And he's got the gate. And he wants everybody inside the gate. And he wants everybody. He say, yo, I know your name. I know your mama. I know your daddy. I know your people, people. Just come on back in here. Don't care where you've been. I'm ready for you to come home. Ready for you to come home. And I say to you this day, everybody has been a If we're willing to admit, we've been a thief, Maybe we want one in the night. Maybe we were just a thief in the afternoon. But thanks be to God, He don't judge little things, big things. Just all sins. For for but He offered us Jesus, who died on the cross for your sins and mine. He gave us an advocate and a comforter in the Holy Spirit. And He's calling you for that, to say, You heard me. You know my heart. I am your son. you me. I love you. I care for you. I've got abundant life waiting for you. Will you come in the gate? Will you walk through the door? Will you stand when I've asked you to stand? Will you be women, men, children, boys and girls, teachers, preachers? Will you be the sheep I've called you to be? Or will you be a thief? Father, this day you have the truth because you're woke. Everybody didn't wake up this morning. Everybody didn't see this day. Everybody didn't have this moment. But all of us in here are woke right now. We can speak to what it means to be a good sheep and know a good shepherd who loves us with all his heart. So I say to you today, this is a different version of the Psalm, 23rd Psalm, that I will close today with. But I want to share with you, and it simply says, the Lord is my shepherd. That's relationship. I shall not want. That's all the supply I can stand. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. Baby, 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 that is Sabbath rest. He leadeth me beside still water. Ooh, that's refreshment. He restores my soul. Meditation, that's healing. That's shadow body healing. You know what I mean? He leadeth me in the path of righteousness. That tap on your shoulder, hey, I got your attention, full shut up with your mouth, guidance from above. That's like, oh, I see you everywhere you go. You can't escape me because I see you. For his name's sake, that's purpose. Not just any purpose, but the purpose that you were born for and you were born for and you were born for and I was born for. The purpose because it's in Jesus' name. Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, that's testing, testing of our faith, understanding what he's calling us to do, that's a test that we can pass. Because it says, I fear no evil. Oh, but that's protection. Coming from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Thou art with me, that's faithfulness. Thy rod and thy staff comfort me. Oh, Holy Spirit, that's a discipline. Because the Lord knows if he disciplines us, he loves us and he cares for us. He doesn't let his children fall short. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. That's hope beyond hope beyond hope. That's a deliverance of reconciliation. Thou anointest my head with oil. Oh, but that's consecration. My cup, whoo, runneth over. That's abundance in the name of Jesus. That's more and more and more and more than you can ever imagine. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. That's a blessing from above. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. That's security forever and ever, and ever. Ain't that good, eternity? Ain't that eternity good? If that's what it's about, being a shepherd, count me in. I'm a sheep. The doors of the church are open. Will you send?